Hello everybody, my name is Landon and thanks for listening to episode 189 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, aka Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for an opportunity to do another podcast. I pray that uh, the folks that are listening would be blessed. Guide our mouths and our minds and our hearts. Help us to speak seasoned with salt and help us to speak truth and help us uh, to have the right heart and attitude as we're doing this podcast. I thank you for my brother, the Beef, of whom... I would not, would not be able to put any of this on the internet without him because uh, he has that technical knowledge that I don't have. So I thank you for, in his busy schedule, he's able to jump on here and help and be a part of this podcast. And uh, it's just not the same without both of us. But Father, I pray that you would uh, illuminate the topics today and bless the people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hey, oh man, my brother, what is up with you? Well, uh, it's been blazing hot out here in North Carolina. How about you? You know, that's a very nice background. I see you right there. On your... I'm sitting on my back porch. You want you want to see the greenery? It looks beautiful. There wow. you go. Look There's at a little bit more. Nice. Hold on. Can you hold for just a moment? I'll, I'll open it all the way up. Oh, he's going to open it up. <laughs> But folks, for those that uh, are, are hearing this, my brother is sitting in his back little porch area has got nothing but grain back there. Wow. Surrounded by green trees. I see the green grass. He opened the curtain a little bit in his back patio. And man, a little back porch looks nice. And you, yeah, said, it's, you said it's scorching hot right now. What's uh, what's uh, what's the weather well, like? That, right now, it's, it's pleasant, but it's been in the 90s. Really? I not, yeah, I've been in the nice out here with the humidity making it feel like it's 96. Uh, but I got in my car one day to pull it out of the garage. Uh-huh. And, and the temperature gauge on my car said 106. Yeah. So I checked. Buddy. So Guess I, what? Guess so what? So I checked. Go ahead. You're not, you're not far away from San Diego then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of, uh, got, that's the kind of weather we have right now. <laughs> We're, we've been in the 90s. But again, with the humidity, it feels like, you know, mid to high 90s. Absolutely. So, so that's the case. What's the advantage of being there anymore? <laughs> right. I guess it's a tad See, better I'm getting than, all choked up. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I was going to say it's a tad better than the desert, maybe. <laughs> I'd say a tad, yeah. Uh, the deserts are dry heat, so it yeah. doesn't have that heavy humidity. Oh, that's not but fun. San Diego's known for its climate, bro. If it's a dry heat, warm heat, hot, hot heat, I don't like it. I went. To, we went to Vegas what a week or so ago. We went on that the vacation. And you passed that by that big thermometer going up. Yes, we did. North, didn't you? And it was hundred and eleven. <laughs> 
Oh, I believe it. And then I we, believe it. We went to a concert um, in downtown uh, Vegas. I'm not kidding, bro. It was 9:30 at night, and it was 95 degrees. Oh, it was so Man bad. Alive. <laughs> it was and so we're complaining bad. about the weather. Yeah. And people who are hotter than us are saying, "What do you guys complain about?" Right. Jeez, let's just click off this podcast. We're tired of hearing these people complain about the weather. All they do is whine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh my. the world has not yet blown up, brother. I keep waiting for it because people keep saying it's supposed to happen. You know, this worldwide apocalypse is supposed to occur. I keep waiting for it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm waiting. You you still waiting for it, bro? Yeah, I'm waiting. You know, me, I, me I too. Seen... You know, I kind of look out a little bit. I, I, you know, at night, I'm kind of looking to see if I spot any of those, uh, you know, blood moon, any of the blood moons out there, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I, I'm looking Probably... to see if, if the prices have dropped on the uh, the buckets of slop that has been sold for apocalyptic uh, times, you know. <laughs> well, the only blood room, uh, let's try it again. The only blood moon I've seen is when I've been up too long, my eyes are red. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I see. But anyway, uh, so Jonathan Khan hasn't. Uh, I mean, come on, Jonathan. You, you're supposed to. You're supposed. We're supposed to like everything. All this stuff supposed to happen. Where is it? Yeah. All you Jonathan Jonathan Khan fans out there, come on, come on now. I'm, we've been up. waiting around. <laughs> I ain't seen anything. <clears throat> yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway. Uh, mockery is a is a some say mockery is the best form of uh, be given a compliment, but uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It seems, like, it seems like humor and mockery is the best way to oppose the other 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 side. Right. But anyway, uh, yeah. So speaking of San Diego, didn't I do something on San Diego? Was Having a backlash, they're rebelling. Uh, yeah, you mentioned some rebellion going on. Yeah, do you know anything about that, brother? You're out there. I am out here, but believe it or not, uh, I'm not even up with these news in San Diego. Like, my, uh, my, my world has been a blur the last few weeks. <laughs> but I, I, see, I did see that you, you, you mentioned something and you said something. So, Catch me up, brother. Catch me on my, my own well, I'm town, I'm on my own town news. <laughs> I was hoping you could help me out. I was just trying to remember what it was. <laughs> but they got hot-headed about it. They got upset about something, and they were rebelling. And it was something good. Oh, I remember what it was. It was all of the surveillance from the cameras trying to push the 15-minute city in San Diego. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they're backlashing. They're saying, no, what is this? We don't want this. That's right. San Diego, California is rebelling against that, folks. It's like a light bulb went out, like like went on and like, wait, what? No, no, we don't want that stuff. Like, what? Nope. (laughs) Well, why did they elect a Democrat mayor when they had a good Republican one? Yeah, absolutely. Know. And stop electing rhino Republicans. Well, they're getting tore up. Have you noticed that? They are. They have been, actually. Have you seen uh, Tucker Carlson? No. Lines, lines them up and eliminates them? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. You know what he asked him? 
What? He asked, you know what he asked? Was it Pence? No, it was, uh, as, as a governor, can't remember his name, Asus, Aza something. Anyway, uh, that was big on the, the shots. Mm. And Tucker asked him, he says, so how many shots have you got? Oh, no. And, and the guy retorted back, how many have you gotten? And Tucker said, zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor guy was speechless. He didn't know what to say because he didn't get any either. And he'd been promoting it. <laughs> oh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Out. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Yep. Did you hear, hear Pence? I know he was in the news, but what did yeah. he he asked Pence, he says, why are we sending all this money and equipment to Ukraine? Because Pence was going on about, well, they're not getting the tanks over there in the timely fashion like they said they're going to do. And he was he's trying to make a point of that. To, uh-huh. he, he thought that was going to be a good argument. And Tucker looks at him and says, why are you talking about Ukraine? Well, we got problems in our own cities back here. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, people flooding across the border here. And you know what Pence's response was? What's that? That's not that's not my concern. Oh wow! There you go. Mm. Took, bo- took both wow. feet. Took, put, took both feet and insert it into mouth. <clears throat> yeah, big time, big time. His campaign's over. Oh, it, it is. I mean, come on. He's 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 knocking them off one by one. Just taking yeah. them all out. Yeah. The only man standing is going to be Trump. I don't, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to have a comp. There's going to be no competition for him, really. Nope. You know, on and, either and, side of the aisle. No, exactly. And, and I yeah. think it, it, yeah. it's the only one. You know, the only thing they're going to try to do is what they did. You know, four years ago, and that's you know, rob that election. As many people like to think, and it wasn't you know, a rob. It wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> there's ways that they did it. Uh, there's plenty of evidence, but anyways, it, it's going to be one of those. It is. It's just going to be Trump, you know, and it's either going to be Trump against, you know, the democratic party just coming around and doing their thing, what they want to do. Yeah. And- but I, I think it's not just Trump against the democratic party. I think it's Trump against both the Republicans and the Democrats. No, you're right. You make a big yeah. point because there is a lot of Republicans yeah. that don't like them either. So yeah, right. you make a good point there. So it's going to be interesting, bro. That's going to be interesting. I don't see anybody really, I don't know, having much competition. I mean, I love DeSantis, but I don't, I don't think he's gonna. Well, my concern with him is that the deep state doesn't seem to be very upset with him. True. Why not? Why? True. <laughs> True. Because he's more friendly, I think. They hate Trump. I don't think it has to do with friendliness. No. Uh-uh. I think it's because he won't take down the deep state if he goes in. Sure. Yeah. Trump's photographer, I was, I was watching an interview with him. Uh, he's also the editor of George Magazine. Okay. And he's Trump's personal photographer. He said in the interview that when Trump gets into office, he is going to go scorched earth mm-hmm. on the deep state. Trump is loaded for bear and he's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of the other candidates are indicating that. And they're not speaking the way the people speak. And they're not talking about the issues that the people care about. Mm. 
now, I agree with DeSantis when it comes to the shots and the mandates and stuff like that. I right. agree with him on that. I think he's done a great job as governor of Florida. But I'm not ready to have him as a president yet. Mm-hmm. Sure. I would rather have I would rather have Trump go in there and clean house first, right? And then I would be very interested in looking at DeSantis the the next election after that. That's what I would like to see happen. I don't know what your thoughts are, brother. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. He's yeah. not quite ready. I don't think he no. is. I don't think I like so. him. I like him as a candidate. I like him as uh, with, you know, what he's been doing and how tough he gets and, you know, a lot of this stuff. But yeah, no, I don't think he's quite there. I mean, he's going to be, I think at some point, definitely he'll be, he, I think he would make a good president. I think uh, he's going to be a strong contender once Trump is no longer running. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And he's still young. Yeah. He's still a young he guy. So. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. He's, he's, he's got, got plenty. Of, plenty, he's got of plenty of career, of right? Plenty of career yeah. left. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good stuff. I'm with you. That's very good stuff. I'm I'm looking at censored news. Okay. And (laughs) I'm gonna spring this one on you, brother. All right. This is a this is the uh, article title. Mm. Wired magazine suggests ring cameras are bad. Now, why do you suppose they're bad, brother? Well, here's the reason. Mm-hmm. Because they could catch black people committing crimes. I did not make that up, folks, and that's not me saying that. That's Wired Magazine. Oh, my okay? God. Let me open it up. I <laughs> kid you not. This is how insane our society has gotten. Well, not the society in total, but certain elements of our society. They they have lost it. Okay, things keep popping up, so I can't read the article. Stop oh it. Okay, my there goodness. Goes. So uh, here's here it is. It says uh, ring cameras are not only helping to prevent crimes; they're making it a lot easier for police to solve crimes, thanks to doorbell video capturing and bad guys in action. Americans are thrilled to have this added security. Back in 2020, ring camera sales tripled, and in 2023, sales were up 30%. Mm. However, liberals are not happy about this new safety phenomena. As it turns out, the liberals fear that using cameras to capture criminals in action could result in blacks getting arrested more frequently for the offenses they commit. Yes, you heard right. I'm just reading the article, folks. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> As the popular Twitter user Richard Hanania points out, the liberal mentality is that if it's too easy to solve and prevent crime, it means you might start suspecting black people. Okay, that, that made no sense at all. So we should make it harder to fight crime. You can't make this stuff up. And then here's here's his actual tweet. It says, "I uh, this uh, Richard Hanania looks like a young kid in this picture. Mm-hmm. Anyway, of course, everybody looks like a kid to me now. <laughs> I, I'm old as the hills, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just turned sixty three, brother. Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, oh okay. you just anyway, gave it away. I just I just gave it away. All right, um, I absolutely love this." 
he says. Reading cameras help solve and prevent crime. What's, what's the problem? If it's too easy to solve and prevent crime, it just means you might start suspecting black people. This guy's an idiot for saying that. Oh, my Are you gosh. kidding me? You just you said it on Twitter, dude. <laughs> you just, uh, oh, my goodness. He says, ergo, we should make it harder to fight crime. Oh, my. Oh. If there's oh. people that need to be banned from a social media, that's one of them right there. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was gosh. a dumb, dumb statement. Oh, <laughs> oh so white people don't commit crimes? Y'all hit, hey, brother. Do, do your do your fellow Latinos is is it Latino Hispanic? Well, I don't know the proper way to say it, but do They're they the commit same. crimes? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? We like to give them, we like to give the blacks some competition. Uh, yes. <laughs> so you know, Red Stab, yeah, yeah, Logan, exactly. You you know about you you know all about the neighborhood, Oldtown National City. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Paradise Hills Crips. Crips oh, Wales. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. know. Yeah. Some of them know uh, me, too. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm not there anymore, but some of them know me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've wow. had good conversations when they were in the back of my car. I bet. <laughs> so, I bet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway. Oh my that goodness! Shelltown. That is how Shelltown. Yeah, Shelltown. Yeah, there's yeah, Shelltown yeah. as well. There's the yeah. what was it the Block Boys, the yeah something else boys, <laughs> and there were something blank boys everywhere. But see, the uh, thing is, is that they never go to doors that have ring cameras and commit crimes. No, ever. Never gonna go, do they gonna do go that. We're going to through your back door. We're going to break into your back door. That's the one we're going to use. <laughs> Neither do OBS. Oh, hey, OBS, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Or TLC. Yeah, yeah. Tiny Oriental Crips. Yeah. No, they don't oh do that. Only, you're, only, you're going only old school. The bloods, it's only the Bloods and the Crips that do that, brother. Don't you understand that? Oh, I'm telling you, bro. It's like, come on. <laughs> wow. You this is me, the product. It took me on memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> This is the product of government school education right here. <sighs> this 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 tweet is the product of government school education. And uh, I tell you what, I'm calling for a boycott of, of the government schools. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we are yeah, boycotting yeah. everything else. Might as well boycott the government schools. Just pull your kids out for about a month. Yeah, exactly. Just exactly. everybody pull that your kids just... out of government school for a month. It's like, and see if uh, they don't listen to see if they don't listen to you at the next <laughs> at the next uh what is it the the meetings they yeah, have yeah yeah you know? the board meetings yeah, yeah. the board meetings yeah, yeah. The board the meetings next, yeah 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 because you know why they call them board meetings because they're boring <laughs> yes <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> he got it right <laughs> so anyway hey bro how about yeah. the other news that we haven't not spoken about. Well, we haven't some spoken. sort of a white powder substance that was found in the White House <laughs> in uh, uh, the the West Wing or what? 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 There's not in a the White House. Look, Come on, <laughs> an ant can't crawl across the carpet in that building without getting caught on camera. But nobody seems to fear who left that powder in the White House. <laughs> Such a mystery, bro. Such a mystery. Now, now if you believe that one, I got oh. some I got some oceanfront property in Arizona I want to sell you. 
<laughs> and I and, and and I got some um, some tropical um, paradise property in Nevada. I want to sell you. Yeah, you know, you know what? I first, first come, first I almost serve. want you to show me that property. I'll give you a good price too. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody um, believes that, man, they've been listening uh, to MSNBC too long. Right? The propaganda news network. Oh my! Oh goodness. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's been some time since we've gotten together to go over news, huh? <laughs> it's been a while. We'll bring a biblical oh, view into it here dude. in a moment. So, uh, well, biblical view, um, get the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. How's that? Mm, bro, we need that every day because oh, yeah. you can see oh, yeah. the things we face in this world and the stories we hear. We want to go crazy over <laughs> these things. Yeah. Therefore, we we do need God's wisdom every day. We Imagine do. So living- I got to ask. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, oh, go ahead, bro. I interrupted. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, without God's wisdom, just imagine how crazy we would be even more. Oh, I was, you know, I said in Sunday school this morning, uh, the pastor was teaching our Sunday school. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, he said, you know, we're talking about um, the Westminster Confession, mm-hmm. Chapter 5, Section okay. 5. And, uh, and then we were talk- looking at Section 4. And we're talking about how God has his restraining grace. Right, mm-hmm. and he says, "What? Could you imagine what this world would be like if God just completely pulled back?" Oof. I looked yep. up and I said, "We, we." I, I looked up and I said, "Oh, we'd blow ourselves up within thirty minutes." Oh yeah, we'll implode. It'd be, it'd be mass nuclear war within thirty minutes, and the world would be completely incinerated. Yep. No, it's true. <laughs> if God pulled back His restraining grace, oh yeah. Because that's how that's how bad we are. But uh, brother, I, I got to ask you. Ask you. Have you paid? Have you paid your one point four million dollars in reparations yet? Uh, I was about to start making a uh, a payment plan with that because <laughs> one point five, you know, five hundred dollars for the next five hundred years. <laughs> right. I was thinking more like. 50 bucks for the next 300 years. 5 million years? <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, goodness. I, we might want to clue the audience in on that one. You, you're going to have to clue the audience, bro, because. Well, uh, Newsom, who's running, he wants to run for president, by the way. Uh, who's right? Wait, wait, you should have said. I got six rab- rabbit trails in my head, but I got to stay. I'm going to say, well, oh, wait, <laughs> you should have started off Newsom, who's running California to the ground. Okay, we but Newsom, the governor of California, who has uh, who has resided over the great California exodus. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Has promised, or he's 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 pushing this idea of reparations for blacks in California. Now San Francisco's doing it on their city level as well. I guess it's is it San Francisco City or San Francisco County? Do you think? I think it's the county. Is it the whole county? Yeah. So anyway, but mainly San Francisco City because I mean that's that's you know that's the place. Oh sure, yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, and so, so he's he's really, they're really stirring the hope of people in California who would qualify uh, that they're going to get this money 
Yeah. And it's a false hope, folks. It's never going to happen. Number one, California can't afford it. Neither can San Francisco. Mm. I mean, they can't tax the taxpayers that much. And the thing is, is that they don't have the money. It would take the entire budget of California to pay all that out. Oh, absolutely. Then you couldn't you couldn't pay the cops, you couldn't pay the firefighters, you couldn't pay the roads. Uh, the state government would shut down, which uh, actually might not be a bad thing. <laughs> but, uh, now that we think about it, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> there might be an upside to this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so whatever it, it they comes, meant for bad, you know, God can make yeah. it. You know, he'd be working for good. <laughs> when they ran the number for the proposal. It came out to $1.4 million per citizen to pay out these reparations. <laughs> That's why it'll never happen, number one. Number two, the only reason he's saying this stuff is because he wants to run for president. Oh, absolutely. And he wants he's, to support. He's, yeah, it's bribery for votes. It's that good and, and it's a good old trick. I'm going to say everything that they want to hear. Right. Do nothing. Right. And just get my title, you know? Yeah. He'll, pro he'll look, he'll promise you 1.4 million. And if he actually gets elected, he'll give you a grain of sand for $10. Yeah. That's, That's what he'll good. do. He'll get you, you. You'll never see the reparations. It's, it's a trick. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a trick. So but anyway, and by the way, that's a violation of the Eighth Commandment, thou shalt not steal. Mm, absolutely. Because it's thievery. You're stealing from people who never did anything against the other people. Yep. Because real reparations has to do with someone who's alive who did something against someone else who is alive. Mm -hmm. if, they, if, they, if the guy burglarized the other guy's house and took a bunch of stuff from his house, reparations would be you have to replace everything you took out of that person's house or mm -hmm. maybe double fold. Right. Scripture sometimes would say, you know, in the Levitical law, it would say, you know, you, re you replace it double fold, twice yeah. what you took, right? right. But uh, that's true reparations. Not my great-great-grandfather was a slave or whatever or suffered this or suffered that. And so now you, who had nothing to do with it, have to pay me because my great-great-grandfather suffered. That is not biblical reparations. That is theft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is a violation of God's laws. Amen. Amen. So. That's a very good point. Um, there, I mean, it's more of a socialist reparation. You know, sure. you want to make everybody else pay for something that was done many, many, many years ago. Okay, fine. We'll say do reparations, but do it to if the individual's still alive and the next of kin, meaning just their children, not the children's children, you know, because I'm sure that the grand, you know, great grandkids, grandkids, they had they had no taste of what, uh, you know, slavery was for them back then. You know? Yeah. You know, but, that stuff's. Go ahead. No, no, but I'm saying that's just come on, it's crazy now. But yeah, with this whole, it's all a political move. It's all political. People should not be. I'm trying to use the best word here. No, so we shouldn't be so naive as to believe a politician, you know, going, you know, so blatantly saying yes, this is what we're gonna do. 
because yeah. it's not going to happen. <clears throat> when you're young, you haven't learned that lesson yet. When you're my age, you're you're so sick of the politicians lying to you. Oh, absolutely. And you just roll your eyes every time they make a promise like that. Which, by the way, this promise uh, to forgive student loans, mm -hmm. that's another one that's theft. Because <laughs> you're thieving right. from the taxpayers. Uh -huh. Because somebody has to pay those loans. <clears throat> yeah, it ain't free. <laughs> and it's, it, yeah, and it's going to come out of all of our taxes. Yep. And, of course, it was, uh, I can't remember how many people they were saying were going to going to uh, benefit from that mm -hmm. but the qualification on it is you have to have been paying on the loan for 20 to 25 years yeah. before you qualify now how many people actually would qualify second it's a it's a an executive order from biden mm -hmm. <clears throat> which will only last for the amount of time that he's in office Oh, yeah. So I doubt he's going to win this next election. So it might end in about a year and a half. Sure. So you got a very small window of forgiveness mm -hmm. and a very small group of people that owe student loans. So don't be fooled by this, folks. It's another election ploy, right? Oh, mm -hmm. look, we're forgiving student loans. We're, we're going to do this and do that. They're not, you're not going to get what you think you're going to get that the, the propaganda media is putting out. It's not going to work that way. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, that's not reality. And it's just another, uh, tool, uh, another promise to get people to vote for him. That's all it is. And then, <clears throat> so the people who are paying, who, you know, have been paying for a short time on their loans or even 10 years or getting their loans now, it's not going to apply. It's an executive order. As soon as the next president gets in, that it's that'll be dumped. Mm. So you know, it's folks, stop depending on, upon everybody else to take care of you. Mm. We have to learn how to take care of ourselves. Amen. We have to learn how to depend upon God for our sustenance, not man. <clears throat> yep. And God will provide the means. God will provide the jobs, the money, whatever it might be. God will provide. Amen. Great point, brother. Great yeah. point. Like, now, like go uh -huh. ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought, and then I was going to ask you a question. Well, like Sound of uh, Freedom, mm -hmm. the movie, God provided. Mm, that's that's huge. Because that was God's will, his purpose, that that movie exposed the evil of of uh, child sex trafficking. Yep, yep. It's go see that movie. It's uh, yeah, I have it down to go watch it definitely. And I've been reading a little mm -hmm. bit on it, especially the uh, the FBI agent that it, the the movie was made after Tim Ballard. Um, yeah, he's coming out just you know because they've been attacking him, attacking you know the whole mm -hmm. the movie itself, and he's come out like no. anybody attacks him or attacks a movie. My immediate assumption is that they are involved in child trafficking. Mm. And they are pedophiles, and that's the reason they're attacking. And so that's my conclusion until they prove otherwise. Mm. Great point. Great point. So you might want to stop. Absolutely. Because there's a whole lot of people that think like me. Yep. No. <clears throat> and we're not going to put up with you. 
people that aren't taking it seriously. So they know. are because well, when you see the movie, you'll see why. Yeah, the no, movie absolutely. is it. It's it's a it's it's a game changer and a life changer. It's mm. it's, an, it's it's a really good movie. So <clears throat> go check it out, folks. I'm gonna go see it. So I we encourage you. Now, my question would was going to be as we were talking about all the wackiness and politics and what's happening and the tricks behind a lot of these things and how it plays into, you know, uh, uh, elections. Uh, and I'm going to take this question out of your own uh, uh, book of uh, videos and stuff. When do believers become victims or they choose to be overcomers? How does that apply in the life? Do we just go as Christians? Well, God's in control of all things. I don't care anymore. Uh, whatever happens in politics is going to happen anyways. Or, oh, oh, it's happening to me. Oh, all these lies. Oh, Lord, save me. Or do we go, you know what? God is sovereign. It doesn't matter how mediocre and dumb these things are. We're going to be trusting in the Lord and move <clears throat> forward and live life to the glory and honor of our Lord. Um, we, in a sense of crime, we can be victims. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, I was, I was the, I was put down as the victim on crime reports three times, three burglaries, two to my house, one to my car. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I chose not to have a victim mentality. Okay. That's the difference. Mm. You, so were you, can be for, a you were looking for reparations? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nor was I looking to uh, tell my story in a sad way on YouTube or TikTok to get everybody's sympathy and then open up a, a, one of the – where does it – where you go to get people to send you oh, money? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm 63, go, folks. Go. I don't have a memory. <laughs> Here, let, let, let me help out your 63-year-old memory. Go, uh, yeah. go fund me. <laughs> go fund me. Yeah. I, I didn't create a go fund me page and tell my sad story so that people would help me because I, that wouldn't have been a legitimate use for go fund me. A legitimate use would be something that's actually really serious. Somebody who's has a terminal illness and their family is in great need, something like that, uh, where people are truly in need. And people give have the opportunity to help those folks. That's different. But, but uh, bro, we can uh, just say, "Here is this man, Jeff Claiborne, sixty-three uh, years old, that <laughs> is suffering from politics. Uh, you know, post-traumatic disorder." <laughs> just make it up, brother. Whatever it might be, I don't bro, know. We might get no, some bites, bro. And you know what? We can buy new equipment for the podcast. <laughs> you know, better we can, camera. We can scam we can sell gold and scam everybody like everybody else does. I am telling you. I mean, Promote crypto. <laughs> I asked the question, either victim or overcomer or just like. Uh, but then I, I did not say anything about uh, uh, being a, um, uh, what do you call it? a uh, uh, Not a hoodlum. Hoodlum is someone that makes trouble. Hoodlum. Oh, no, <laughs> you're hoodlum. in trouble now, brother. You said hoodlum. <laughs> a hustler. There. I didn't say nothing about hustling. <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's see if we can get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, real, real it. Anyways, you were saying about yeah, um, uh, creating a GoFundMe. You didn't play it into that. You wouldn't play into that. No, no, it wouldn't do any good use anyway. My so. 
my mentality was, okay, well, that happened. It was part of God's providence. He had a purpose behind it. Let's just take the pieces that we have now and move on and move mm. forward. Amen. And that's how you advance. Right. You don't advance by staying stuck in the past, by, instead, by staying stuck in a victimhood mentality. The only thing you do when you do that is you go backwards. Mm. You can never advance that way. You have to learn how to forgive. You have to learn how to overcome you have to learn how to advance in that way. And like, like what you say in the military, improvise, adapt, and overcome. Mm. Whatever the circumstances are. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, the operators, the special operators, they would say, the only easy day was yesterday. Mm. And if you want to make it through the training, you don't endure the training. You embrace it. You embrace the pain. You embrace the challenge. You don't endure it. That's good. Right. Stuff. So that's a, mm-hmm. that's a, so I've known a few of them. So <clears throat> I, by the way, I'm not claiming that I ever uh, was one. So don't put that out there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want Shipley, Shipley coming after me. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> He's a former Navy SEAL that goes after these people who are fakes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause all these, all these people running around saying, claiming they were a Navy SEAL at some point. I don't know how to, that's, that got so popular. But, uh, yeah, I, w- I don't make that claim. So, anyway. So, yeah, become an overcomer. I mean, that's what David did, right? Mm-hmm. If you read the scriptures, the scriptures are filled with, with um, godly men and women who did not allow circumstances to bury them. Mm. They were overcomers because they kept their trust in God. They kept their trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And the we apostles got, some, could and we got some good ones. Yeah. Joseph, <clears throat> Job, to name right. a few, right? Yeah. The, and the apostles. Wouldn't they qualify on the reparations, bro? <laughs> well, at least Joseph would. Oh, right? I, 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 yeah. Joseph could have taken. Well, I think I think Egypt kind of gave him reparations. They made him the second highest ruler in the land. That was that was God's reparation. <laughs> that was God's Re- actually God's restoration yeah. more than anything. <laughs> his purpose, yeah, that was Amen. his purpose. But how many martyrs died for Christ? Mm. We have but they book. were overcomers written, right? in the process. Mm-hmm. They were overcomers. Yeah. yeah. So here's uh, I saw one in a moment. Just uh, here we go. Uh, Bill Gates, uh, WHO envisioned future where vaccine patches could be mailed directly to people's homes. Vaccine patches. Yeah, this is out of censored news. And uh, so, if you got a vaccine patch, brother, what would you do with it? <clears throat> you open your mail, and there's a vaccine patch right there. For you, very convenient. I would use it to fix one of my flat tires, or or I would say my inner tube in the actual bicycle. Just slap it. Maybe that vaccine part of it will help it and strengthen it. That's a great idea because any bugs, any right? bugs that get on that tire, that, you know, that might uh, like mosquitoes or something might bite you, it kill them right then. I'm telling you. That patch would just that patch. drop them dead. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Kill those mosquitoes. I'll put a sign in my door. Watch out. Beware. <laughs> I have patches. <laughs> there you go. Here's another one. 
Health Agency in Canada's British Columbia province includes pro-euthanasia slideshow in pension packages for the elderly. How about them apples? Oh, a slideshow, a huh? Yeah. A shocking report has revealed that a health authority in Canada's British Columbia province has been promoting euthanasia using a slideshow that it is supposedly sending through emails to healthy, 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 healthy seniors groups. Did you get why aren't bro? you people? Why aren't you people over sixty dying already? What's wrong with you? Why are you still alive? Hey, let me show you how you can make it. How you can make it uh, happen quickly. <laughs> I mean, oh, my, goodness. my goodness, we gotta depopulate the world. You guys, hurry up and die. <laughs> old folks gotta go. You know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, this this is the world we live in, folks. Oh man. This is the insanity. I I told you guys to boycott government schools. Nobody won't listen to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you boycott uh, the schools, uh, I guarantee, because they'll lose money. Absolutely. Those FTEs, mm -hmm. they won't get funding because no, nobody's showing up for class. Yep. yep. You show up for the next board meeting, they're going to be begging you, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able to dictate whatever you want to them. Uh, you get evolution out of our schools, get rid of these books, no sex education. Here's the curriculum. We're going to hand you the curriculum we want you to teach our children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those, those board members will be going, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Whatever yeah. you want. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. money talks. <clears throat> That's how you play the game, folks. Pull them out for a month. And if they still don't listen, pull them out for month number two. Keep them out until they, until they fall on their knees begging you to get, send your kids back. Yep. That's and I recommend right. most of you don't send them back. What's that? No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Especially, you know, and, yep. and we, you know, in spite of us folks, we talk about this. We, we, you know, we, we kind of rant about it, but at the same time we make fun of it. But in reality, our desire, especially for believers, believers, we know better. Try your best to keep your kids away from public school. Public school is bad, 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 bad. You know, so we yeah. encourage you seek those things. I did it, you know, finally was able to do it and we did it and praise the Lord. It's been a huge blessing, brother. Blessing. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, I am sure I would not put my son back in school, regular school. Whatsoever. <clears throat> and hey, well, tell, tell us a little bit about the difference that you've seen. First of all, his personal growth and uh, big difference. First of all, you know, Landon, he's a boy. He gets easily distracted. So from a curriculum, uh, you know, a standpoint, he was having a hard time because he was always distracted. Too many kids in the, in the class. Teacher couldn't handle all of them. Now, home, concentrating. He's got his own setup. He's not being distracted by anything. So there's better control there. From curriculum, talking subject standpoint, uh, he doesn't have to go through uh, CRT. He doesn't have to go through reparations. He doesn't go through the sexual uh, class and all these other things. He doesn't have to be, you know, faced with the uh, pronouns <clears throat> with kids, you know, uh, of each sex being allowed to go to their, you know, preferred uh, transitioning restroom. 
all those things. And as we are going along, we're able to answer these questions from a biblical standpoint, instead of having a teacher or someone else try to answer these questions from a very secular point of view to where he's going to be more confused than anything. So we are better educators when it comes to biblical principles. Therefore, we apply the school subjects in a more godly center way. And not only that, brother, there's curriculums out there when you're homeschooling. You can pick Christian curriculums, better, way better curriculums than Common Core, and they'll get the education that they need. So it's been a fantastic experience. I am grateful and thankful to our Lord that we're able to do it. Uh, and uh, man, I wish I could have done it with my daughter. Praise the Lord. She turned out. Well, she wasn't completely, you know, one of those kids that completely said, I don't want nothing to do with God. I want nothing to do with church. Praise the Lord. We survived all of that and she's doing much better. But I, you know, that's one wish I would have had to be able to homeschool her as well. Fortunately, we weren't able to do it, but no, I encourage everyone brother. So yes, thank you for asking. It's been a blessing and we're starting year number two here in the next month or so. And we're looking already looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I. I've been so blessed in that uh, all but one, mm -hmm. all but one of my grandkids uh, have been homeschooled. Mm, praise the Lord. Uh, the one that has gone to public school, but <clears throat> but uh, uh, she's doing okay because grandma and grandpa or Nana and grandpa uh, have been visiting her a lot and mm -hmm. giving her our thoughts and our wisdom and, and hopefully it's been having an effect. She seems to be having an effect on it. Uh, mm -hmm. She's making Amen. some pretty good decisions about her life. So, and then, uh, so I have seven grandchildren. So six of the seven are homeschooled mm, and it's, it, it has been a huge, huge blessing um, because, you know, these government schools are not, controlled by the parents mm -mm. they're controlled by the globalist oligarchs oh, yeah. and their agenda on, the, on uh, the contrary brother they're trying to take away the parents right to their children you know in school right a true public school would be when a group of parents get together and they say okay we're going to hire our own teachers yeah oh, and yeah. we're going to form our own little school co-op and that's going to be school for our kids that would be a true public school Right. And the government has nothing to do with it. It's just public, a group of people in the public doing it themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, a, a, a lot of this, and, and, you know, talking about, you know, because, you know, we get into the, uh, people's argument from a biblical standpoint, the rumor 13, you know, argument. But when the government has gone against God's word, God's principle, and they're taking, put the nose in every type of social, you know, when it construct, when it comes to the family, they messed every single thing go up. Every single thing that they put their hands on, they mess it up. They can't make it even worse. And in by result, the product is just, it's a robot. It's people just being like the government instead of thinking for themselves. Yeah. Let me end on Psalm 33, a section of it. How's okay, that? Let's do it. Um, Psalm 33, we'll begin with verse, well, this, this is to go from verse 1. <clears throat> Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp, sing unto him with the psaltery, 
and an instrument of ten strings, sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud noise, for the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He, he loves righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. I'll say, so that's how the heavens were created, by his word. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Mm. The Lord brings the counsel of the heathen to naught. He makes the devices of the people of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He beholds all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looks upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts alike. He considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. That Back then, the horses were used as cavalry, right? Mm-hmm. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. The globalist oligarchs cannot overcome the work of God by their great strength. They, it, it's mm-hmm. they're nothing to him. Right to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our hope. I'm sorry. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. I I heard uh, an interview with Doug Wilson. Or I watched it. Okay. And it was, uh, it was Turley, Turley Talks, interviewed Doug Wilson. And Doug said the way he started the classical school education movement was, you know, they were trying to figure out what they're going to do with their first, their, their oldest child, their daughter. Okay. And he, he said, told his wife, well, by, by the time she gets to kindergarten age, we'll, we'll, we'll have a kindergarten for her. And he began, he produced his Christian school out of that. And to keep them away, keep her, their daughter away from all of this nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. right? Because they didn't see any sense in turning their daughter over to perfect strangers to educate her when that would not be biblical. Mm. Out of that one school in Moscow, Idaho, with Christ Covenant Church, Doug Wilson came 500 classical education schools today spread across the country. Wow. 500 out of that movement and growing. Amen. The pedophiles, the sodomites, and those who want to kill old people, 
and the abortionist, they're not having kids. Mm -hmm. By the time my grandkids are grown, the movement that is has has strapped America down with this evil that has come upon us will be dead. Mm. The kids coming out of those 500 classical educated uh, classical schools being educated K through 12 mm-hmm. will be running this country mm. because other kids won't be smart enough to do it. Yeah. And things will change. We're going to see a, a positive thing come out of the youngest generation that's alive today. Amen. They're going to do great things. I do see that coming. And uh, it, it'll be a wonderful thing when we see it. Right now, we're going through a rough patch. We are. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we are going to see great things in the future. And no, we're not in the end times. And no, Jonathan Khan is not correct. And neither is a whole lot of people who are making apocalyptic predictions for today, folks. Mm. Mark mm. my words. I said it today. 10, 20, 30 years from now, think back on these words because those guys will have passed passed on and their writings and all the excitement around it is going to be gone. And we're going to, we will be building the generation coming up behind us. We'll be building the kingdom of God and they will be thinking generationally just as the Puritans did. Mm. And that's my prediction. The deep state is going to be, the deep state might exist, but it'll be a shell of its former self. The globalist oligarchs will never go away, but they're going to lose all their power. And the numbers of them will be dwindled. The people of God will have the power. Amen. And that's my prediction. I like that, brother. I like that. And I love the way you went to Psalms. You read that Psalm, which, folks, this is how things work in this podcast. Me and my brother, we get together. We don't always have a subject. Actually, we never have a subject. We kind of just go through ideas that we've seen or muse, and we kind of go in, and the Lord just works things together. Brother, today's message from Dr. Gamble at church. He was our, our special guest <laughs> preacher today. So Couldn't his, think of a better one. Yeah. So his uh, sermon today was um, titled, The Victory of the Lord's Anointed, based upon Psalm 2. You just read Psalm. Let me just read you right. Psalm 2. You know it. Yeah. But and yep. he said how yep. one, Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 go hand in hand. And they he do. Even, he even quoted uh, uh, Spurgeon and mm-hmm. in, as he quoted Spurgeon, Spurgeon was quoting John Knox. So you know how this goes. And this is like almost the, what people in authority should be screaming or talking about or using uh, for today. And it's, it starts like this. Why do the heathen rage? I think in different verses that it says, it says, why do the nations rage, which is the heathen nation. Right. And it says, mm-hmm. and the people imagine a vain thing. Mm-hmm. Kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together 
against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Can you guys think of that right now in today's world as we're struggling? We're going through the things we're going through. Just think of these of those words. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Talking about Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will declare the decree the Lord had said unto me, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee, asked of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the outermost parts of the earth from thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, number one. Number two, and rejoice with trembling. And number three, kiss the sun. What do people in authority, especially kings, what usually did we do when you were in their presence? You were kissing hands, right, brother? You, you would... Kiss right, the that hand. was that was the authority part the of old it. Eastern, the old Eastern traditions, right. and not and some and still today's in some cultures. Right, right absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this here is pointing to Christ. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry and ye perish mm -hmm. from the way. When His wrath is kindled, but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in Him. So, right. folks, what do we do in these times? When this is taking place, even in application to our times now, you will put your trust in him. There's no other way. My brother just went through a great explanation as to how we do we play the victim when it's necessary? Do we play the overcomer when it's necessary? It's all upon wisdom and discernment. And folks, we have each other. We are, we are the body of Christ seek counsel from those that are mature and are wise other than that brother man another one where things just kind of came together like this <laughs> yeah yeah it did yeah it always does you know god is in control of all things nothing happens without god either allowing it or or ordaining it amen okay and uh, it all works to the good of those who are in Christ and to his glory. Amen. And it's important that he be a glorified God. Otherwise, he wouldn't be worth worshiping. Mm. Amen. And so when we fret over circumstances, we're not trusting in God. Mm. Great point. So I don't worry about these wild predictions of worldwide apocalypse. I'm I I sleep really well at night. And I focus on taking care of my family. I focus on putting out truth when I can. Uh, as long as I'm not being censored. And I focus on serving God's kingdom through his mm -hmm. church. Amen. And that's my focus. And that's where we need to be. We're winning because we're out producing the, the people who hate God. 
Christians are having more kids than the other side. I mean, exponentially more kids than the other side. And they're educating them in good schools. Yeah. Which means, and and in church, which means the tide is going to turn, it's going to turn heavy. Mm, Amen. 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 And And so that's a great point, brother, because those that are doing those things, we're already living under the gaze that God is sovereign over all things. And we are to follow his commandments, trust in him, become wiser, have discernment and live life to the utmost for his glory. Yes. Because imagine Mm -hmm. how else will we be living? If we don't have that, what hope do we have? We don't have any, and God's not going to put his bride under a thousand years of slavery. The globalists are not going to win this war. Amen. Amen. Um, God will take care of business. Mm. So um, we just well, need to serve him. I like and that. We, 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 we better shut down before my phone dies, brother. Yeah, let's do it. But I was getting, the last <laughs> yeah. thing you said, God will take care of business. I like that as a title. God will He will take, take care, care of business. business. Oh, I like that. Is a good title. Yep. We'll do that one. All right. Well, thank you. You know folks. what to do. You know what to do. Thank you, folks. We appreciate all of you. Please like and share. We never really say that, but it does help to get these messages out. Anyone who's speaking the truth, like and share, because the truth needs to go out. And so please do that and promote this podcast. And we love you. We thank you. We hope we're a blessing to you. And remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. And we'll see you next podcast. And we'll definitely catch you on that flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic. It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at TheVortexApologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.